You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's bring in Mark Drumheller. A guy who doesn't need crystals to tell us what's going to happen in the NFL or in baseball. You know him as a betting analyst and host on the BetQL Network. Follow him on Twitter at X underscore Drumheller. Mark, let me just ask you, have you ever had any sort of, I have a cracked rib right now. I'm not making that up, which is a whole different story. But have you ever had an injury, a serious injury where it took longer or maybe there was a shorter recovery time than you anticipated? Only to my bankroll. You know, that's really how it goes for me. But I've been relatively healthy my entire life. Been there. Had, had a, that's great. Yeah, had a concussion before, but like nothing major, like surgery wise, that I had to, you know, uh, you know, lean on, you know, the experts in the medical field to get me up and running again. So knock on wood, you know, hopefully that continues. All right. That's All right. good to know. <laughs> Go ahead, Chelsea. Knock this out. I'm gonna sit back and just and just absorb the information that Mark's about to drop on us. Okay, so we have a lot going on with Philly sports these days. So uh, let's dive right in and let's start with the Phillies who are playing tonight on the road at Arizona. According to my humble opinion, it feels like these Philly bats are not going to cool off just because a change in venue. I don't see Trey Turner slowing down. I don't see Kyle Schwarber slowing down. You name it, whoever. What's your take on the Phillies only being a minus 130 on the road tonight against the Diamondbacks? Yeah, I, I like them tonight. I think it really comes down to the pitching matchup. And, you know, when you look at how it broke out, you know, they were able to get Wheeler and Nola at home. Now they go on the road to Arizona. They get Ranger Suarez, who's been solid, you know, 1.23 ERA in the playoffs. Um, he's been pretty big. Even last year, he was decent. Um, they could depend on him. And on the other side, you know, you got a very, very young pitcher um, in in, a, in fight, you know, going for Arizona. And, Yes, he's been pitching well. He pitched well against the Dodgers, but he really needs to locate his pitches. And when he doesn't, you know, he's really susceptible to home runs. And that's a bad combination when you're going up against this Philly lineup, right, with Schwarber, with Harper, uh, you know, with those guys. So he's going to have to be really on his game, pinpoint location tonight, or the Phillies lineup's going to make him pay. And I think I think that's a bad spot for them. And, you know, the other key part about it is it looks like game four is going to be a bullpen game. So, um, you know, Arizona is really, if he does get in trouble early, like uh, how willing are they going to be to go to their bullpen? You know, are they going to let him hang out there a little long? So all those factors go into it. And I really think that, um, you know, when you look at five, he's given up 22 homers and in 96 innings this year. So going up against this Philadelphia lineup, I think it's going to be pretty tough, even though they're back in Arizona. Mark, what is the, what is the case against the Phillies and I asked this very earnestly because they just look unbelievable right now they've been crushing the ball since August the 1st I keep throwing this out but it's amazing 5.7 runs per game since then 
which is just very difficult to do in baseball. Their pitching has been fantastic. What's the case against Philly? Why would you want to make a case against Philadelphia? Come on, this is like <laughs> the best story in sports, right? So, yeah. No, I mean, really, if you wanted to build one, it would probably be that they've always been in the lead, you know, this offseason. I think there's only been two or three innings. Well, I think it's six batters total that came up to the plate while the Phillies were trailing during the postseason. So, you know, the way the lineup's constructed, you know, with Schwarber up top and, you know, then meet of the order, they jump all over you early. And, you know, we see it, you know, especially at home. And that's really the biggest difference, I think, with this Phillies team. Last year was more like, hey, this team got hot at the right time. And this year you're seeing that, like, they are built to win. Like, these players live for this moment. We see it day in and day out. The home field advantage at Citizens Bank Park is incredible. Like, pitchers go in there and they say, oh, I'm sure it's not that loud. It's not going to be fine. They get baptized for, like, five home runs and they're never the same. Like, you look at Atlanta, still can't believe what happened. So, um, I think that's huge, especially when, like, you go into a series like this against Arizona where they know they have to come back here if they do survive, uh, you know, to game five. They have to come back to Citizens Bank Park for six and seven. So, I think it's tough, but – um, I just think you're seeing like the maturation of a team that got a little taste last year and now they're ready to make a push. But if there was one thing, like one question mark about this team, I think it's that we haven't seen them really trailing in a lot of games for a lot of times in the postseason. I love the usage of the word baptize in a sports sense. Like we should do that more often. It almost seems <laughs> like something they would now. use. Like in WWE, <laughs> you're about to get baptized by the Phillies lineup. I love that. Uh, do you or have even, any I mean, even Kelly game? after game two, like before the game, he's like, all right, you know, we'll see. I'm sure I was in different environments. And then after the game, he was a totally changed person, <laughs> like completely changed. You're right. <laughs> he has been baptized, uh, in the blood of Philly's red, uh, but plays for this game. I was just looking at this one. Cause you kind of piqued my interest when we were talking about the usage of Ranger Suarez, his outs prop is 14 and a half for this game. We've seen the comments saying that they're trying to use Ranger Suarez in a more traditional sense in this game. The Phillies have a two-game lead in this series. It feels like he goes long in this game. Uh, other than Ranger Suarez, like, obviously, I kind of want to play that one. Do you have any other plays for us in this game? I mean, not really. I think, like, the money line, like, I, I like Phillies on the money line. There was an interesting stat I saw. I want to say it was the athletic. I probably should be better about crediting these people, but – when Philadelphia is one minus 133 or more, so I know it's dipped down to minus 130, but it's been back and forth between 130 and 135. But uh, they're 52 and 26 this year on the money line. So, I mean, that's just Oof. a huge number. It just kind of shows you that when they get out of that range, you know, like we can split hairs on the number, but when they get out of that range of where it's like not a coin flip anymore and they're like legitimate favorite, like they tend to deliver. And I think that, you know, in, in – when considering the pitching matchup and you got a, you know, a very young pitcher on the other side with Arizona, like I said, who has a tendency to let up the long ball um, against the lineup that I think has 15 homers in the last four postseason games. So um, I, I think that, you know, the Phillies are a pretty solid play on the money line, but I like the Suarez outs prop. I think they do let him go a little bit tonight. Mark, let's shift gears and talk a little football here and talk about the Eagles who are, Welcoming the Dolphins Sunday Night Football, Eagles laying two and a half points. So I think we sort of keep waiting for that Eagles offense to come together with their new offensive coordinator like we saw last year. When does that happen and what, what has held them back thus far? 
Yeah, well, I think it's a combination of a lot of things, right? So it's it's injuries mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's also you have a new offensive coordinator. And, you know, then more importantly, you know, NFL defenses smarten up quick. You know, like they're playing Jalen Hurts different. They're dropping a lot of people back. They're trying to get pressure. You know, he, they know that if they can get him off his spot, off out of the pocket, he's a little bit of a different quarterback. And he's adjusting to those new looks. Like, teams aren't just going to go out there and be like, hey, you know, you can just score 35 points a game like last year. You know, like, they make the adjustments, and that's been a challenge, especially with a new offensive coordinator. But, I I mean, I have confidence that they're going to figure it out and fix it. Does it happen this week? Yeah, I think so. I think they'll have a lot of success offensively. Um, It's more the defense that I'm worried about. You know, when you look at the injuries that the Eagles have, you know, with Slay, how's he going to be okay? You know, uh, Blankenship. You know, their safety, who's really a critical part, kind of like more of an underrated piece of that defense. Um, he's got, you know, a rib problem again. Not sure if he's going to be able to go. Jalen Carter, is he going to be able to go? So um, lots of questions defensively um, for the Eagles in this matchup. But I think the real one is, you know, they, they need Lane Johnson in there. Historically, they're a much better team from a win-loss perspective when he's in there. Um, but I think both offenses are probably going to have a lot of success on Sunday night. Yeah, we're seeing it. The total's 52. Jumps off the page there. But you are playing the Dolphins, who uh, offensively Mm -hmm. we know are putting up historic numbers. So when you get two and a half points with the Dolphins here, I know you're a Philly fan, but can you make a case for the other side and the Dolphins? I would look to tease it. Like once I see two and a half, I'm always Mm -hmm. like, can I tease it up? What can I pair it with? That sort of thing. Because it could be a field goal game. I mean, these are two offenses that are going to move it down the field. So it's going to come down to, you know, who makes the late turnover, you know, what defense is able to get the late sack, you know, to to get a stop out there. Um, But I think both offenses are going to move it. I would even look to the over at 52. I know you don't want to do that on like it's a primetime game. But um, when you look to Dolphins defense, you filter out garbage time, and they're bottom three in success rate allowed against the rush, which is 30th in the league. And when Philly can get the rush going, when they get that running game going, then that just helps everything out, right? It helps Jalen Hurts. It helps the offense. Um, the Philly defense does a real good job on explosive plays. Uh, I think they only allowed six explosive plays um, from a rushing perspective, and that's a big part of Miami's offense as well. People see Miami and they think Tyree Kill, laser, you know, two is throwing lasers down the field, but it really mm-hmm. starts with the running game. So um, I think the Eagles can keep this game competitive. I think it'll be a you know a coin flip game, probably come down to the fourth quarter. But, um, I, you know, I, I think the over, and then if you're going to play Miami, I would probably try and tease it up and find a teaser leg. Mark, before we let you go, is there any game on the board in the NFL besides this one that you like? Um, not too much right now. Like, I really, to be honest yeah. with you, I haven't really dug in to, to the whole card. It's been a crazy week, you know, with the Phillies and, and the Eagles and yeah, everything. And college football starting early now. That's seven days a week. But um, I will definitely have my plays out. For those that follow me, The you know, you know where to find them. Um, they'll be out there during the week, you know, as we gear up for Sunday. Looking All right, so to finally for me. Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, my bad. I want to ask you, do we think this is the year for the World Series win for Philadelphia? I really do. I really do, especially when you're looking at how the other series uh, plays out. Like, if it's Houston, I'm a little bit more concerned because they've been in this environment. They've been to the bank, you know. But if they get Texas, I know Houston won last night. If they get Texas in the World Series, um, I I think you just smash them. I don't think they're going to have home field advantage. 
um, in the World Series. I think they get games three, four, and five. But still, I, I think teams are going to have a real hard time winning at the bank, and that gives them a huge advantage in these long series. Yeah, good luck to your team tonight out in the desert. The Phillies have just been a wagon, and I like them on the money line as well. He's Mark Drumheller, betting analyst and host on the BetQL Network. Mark, thanks so much. We appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. You bet. So, Chelsea, let me ask you, do you think the Phillies are going to win the World Series? I know there's still a lot of baseball left, but if you're putting money on a team right now, just just value aside, do you think this team is going to be the one that wins it all? I wouldn't be shocked. I think that's like my initial reaction. Like if somebody told you that the Phillies were going to win the World Series, I'd be like, huh, that's, you know, kind of what I expected. They have a great lineup. They're peaking at the right time. They've got a great starting rotation and their bullpen has been shoving. Top to bottom, the Phillies have looked like the best team in the postseason. So I would not be surprised one bit. I wouldn't either. I mean, they just look so, so good. Things can change. That's absolutely the case, but no one looks better, at least at this point, than Philadelphia. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.